When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. You're going to need to put those critical thinking caps on because it is a truth or fiction Tuesday here on the show. Yes, Andrew Coppins at the Coppins Show alongside Pat Oni as usual at the Pat Oni Show. Still on hiatus, that POS. Um, but um, yeah, we're, we're figuring things out behind the scenes for that and um, anxious to see what Pat comes up with over there. Do not forget to follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, Pat, I, uh, off air yesterday, I had told you, I finally got my, my golden ticket to truth social. And there's only one reason why I had joined truth social, right? It, it, what was the reason I told you? You, you were curious to see what it was all about. And how long did I stay on truth social? All of two seconds. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Now. Here's the reason why. If you're going to launch a product, the basic parts of your product better work. I get more of the nuances, right? I get more of the um, the intricate details because I worked in a startup. And one of the greatest things that I learned is that perfection is the enemy of the good. And what we mean by that and what is meant by that in the startup world is that if you try to perfect your product before you put it out to the world, you will never put it out to the world. You must make sure that the vast majority of it works and that the little nuances might break from time to time, but you fix them as they come up, come up right? If you never put your product out, it's never going to actually come out. But, but Pat, but Pat, that doesn't mean you don't get the basics correct. And my wonderment was, um, 
is it going to be more Trump Tower or Trump University or Trump Water or whatever? It's a scam. It's one hundred percent a scam. Was it Trump University? It was Trump University, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You see, because um, one of the key things on social media is to fill out a profile, right? Correct. Okay. Now, nine times out of ten, people are using Truth Social, Getter, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Not through the web, but through the app, right? Uh, nine. I mean, 9.9 times out of 10, people are all on the go, so they're using everything through an app, yes. Okay. So when you are um, filling out your profile, the chances are very high that you are filling that profile out uh, using the app. Well, I attempted to do that yesterday. How'd not that work once, out for you? Not twice, not three times, but a fourth time. And all four times, when you go to upload a photo, it magically doesn't save your profile. So wait a minute. I thought you spent all of two seconds on this app yesterday. It sounds like you spent a little more than two seconds. Okay, more like 20. Okay, okay, that's fair. But... Um, one of the basics is not functioning. So <clears throat> you, you, you try and by the way, we also know that we also know people who were involved in the beta testing for this. Uh-huh. Yeah. How did they not catch that? Oh, and also, Pat, I forgot to tell you, I got 30 welcome to truth social emails. Yesterday, thirty. Awesome. So, so basically, what you're telling me is, is that uh, Trump has the best possible people in the world working Beautiful. on this. Perfect. Huge. 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 <laughs> it is a piece of crap, much like Trump University or Trump Water or anything that Trump licenses his name to. I'm not shocked in the least. What what about his hotels? Also things that they that he leases his name to quite often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most of which are just average run of the mill nothing special hotels. Have you been in a Trump hotel before? No. Me neither. I've been to Trump Tower here in Chicago. Oh, okay. And that's actually really nice, but it's actually because it's a mix of usage, right? There's penthouse, um, you know, residencies and things like that. And and, and I've seen those. Um, there's a bunch of mixed use things there. And so it works better than like a just a Trump hotel sticking up through the sky. Although I, I guess the Trump hotel in D.C. is pretty nice. I, that's what I've heard. Um, but but anyway. I'm shocked. I'm not shocked. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to launch a social media platform, you at least need like the basic things to work. Now, one of the things that you should be doing in beta testing, right, Pat, Mm because we both work in the technology world or have, 
yeah. is you stress your systems, right? You stress Correct. every aspect of the process. I mean, that's part of the testing. Right. So I'm not suggesting that this isn't due to stress, right? This could very well be due to the number of people trying to access Truth Social at the same time, right? This very well right. could be that because they're probably releasing people in batches, right? To uh, off the wait list, right? Right. But the fact that you had to have a wait list, first of all, bad news bears. Second of all, um, you you had the time to test on the backside whether or not releasing these would create problems, right? Right. And then figure out what the right number of, of uh, potential accounts to release at the same time off the wait list would be. So you had every opportunity on the backside to make sure that the product doesn't fail upon the first entry. I, I can't get beyond completing a profile. Why would I use your service? So in order for this, so here's a memo to anybody wanting to create an alternative. And this is why I actually prefer Getter is because while I find Jason Miller to not be a principled individual, shall we say, I do find Getter to be a usable product. It really is. And I've never had a problem using it. Never. Not once. Not a parlor problem. Not a problem like true social. Nothing. But here's a memo to anybody thinking about starting these things up. Please, for the love of God, get the basics right. Stress the hell out of them. And then beta test the hell out of them. And then stress them some more and stress them some more. And then release. You don't have to have everything that Twitter has. Or you don't have to have live streaming right away. You don't have to have all of the accoutrement of established social media. Get the right. basics out the door. Get them right. Get people to engage. And then you build off of that. Well, and, and to your point, to your point, um, this is something that we call user experience. If you have poor user experience, people bounce. Who they are the UX people? It, That's what I want to yeah. know. Who the hell did they hire to do UX? That's what I want to yeah, know. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But but my like like you're right. And that's part of the reason why I like to get her as well. Is like and I've been on Getter for a little while now, um, and it's because it's easy. It was actually really easy for me to set up. Mm -hmm. It was easy for me to use. It works a lot like Twitter. It's a little bit different, but it works a lot like. I mean, that, that that's what I would compare it to. Mm -hmm. Um. And but and it works. Like I haven't had a problem with it. There's a reason why I'm no longer on. Par well, I mean, I I still have my profile on Parlor, but I don't use it mm -hmm. because I can't use it on my mobile app. Right, and, and right. that that hurts the user experience. And so, like, therefore, like you're gonna lose people if you don't fix those things. Now, Pat, ten minutes into today's show, it is time for us to actually get into Truth or Fiction Tuesday. <laughs> Um, but before we do that, I also just want to say um, thank you to every single one of you who has uh, supported the Fundly for Dave Matthews, the owner of uh, American Pride Roasters. Um, we have an update, Pat. Where do you think the money is at right now? I'm going to say it's around 10 grand. You're close. 
$11,144 from 130 donations. That is an incredibly generous uh, spread of money from people. Um, so we cannot say thank you enough. Um, I have been in contact with Dave over the past day. And the good news uh, from Dave's perspective is that there's a lot more salvageable than they had originally thought. Um, oh, good. Not not in terms of the business, which is unfortunate, um, mm-hmm. but we had told you that the beans and things like that that have already been roasted, those were saved, which is great. The problem that they're running into, though, is that the equipment has not been saved. Um, but in overall, their overall life, a lot more was salvageable than they had thought, which is great news. Um, so they could still use every dime of your money. If you have a chance, go to my Twitter page. Uh, again, that's just uh, at the cop and show. It's pinned right to the top of my profile. Find the fundly. If you got $10, if you've got $5, if you've got $1,000, donate whatever you can um, and help them get their business and their lives back in order. Um, because as you know, Pat, dealing with uh, insurance companies can be hell and it can be months. And I'm talking months, maybe a year before that house gets restored. He's in a much worse situation than I'm in, so oh, I, yeah. there, there's a good chance he's dealing with it a lot longer and a lot much more than I am. So every penny is going to be helpful uh, to help mm-hmm. them get back onto their feet. I can't think of better people to support. Um, and please, for the love of God, do not go to APR. Don't go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com and order coffee right now. Uh, they're not going to be taking orders. They're going to be re- refunding the money, and it's the last thing that he needs to worry about. Uh, but we will let you know when that is up back and running. And um, we certainly will be supporting that as much as we humanly possibly can. Uh, again, it's Fundly and it's Magic Beans for Dave, DM, and Faith. Um, so check it out on Fundly. Um, it, it, I can't, I'm overwhelmed by the amount of support in two days. Over $10,000 in two days. Let's get to 100000 Now. Having said all of that, Pat, all right, it is time for truth or fiction, and I'm going to let you give your first truth or fiction statement. All righty, then. Today's first truth or fiction statement is going to, we're actually going to start with with Ukraine and Russia. Okay. Um, First off, truth or fiction, the war in Ukraine fast tracks the Great Reset truth because it's kind of what we were talking about yesterday in this concept that it is international fascism versus national fascism and yes the people on the ground and and i had tweeted this out and i got responses that's the weakest take ever and and things of that nature and that's fine but you were missing the point the very next sentence in that tweet was you can feel bad for the people of ukraine and the people of russia I feel bad for those people because they're being used and abused and killed indiscriminately. Okay? I feel bad for that. But they're being killed, abused, and mistreated by two sides of the same fascist coin. The Great Reset is what? It is really international fascism, right? It is state-controlled economics that is at its root fascism fascism is something by the way as we talk about it 
And as you think about it, it is not an easily defined term. This is not like socialism. This is not like communism, where there's a political and economic and a social construct and an ideological purity to it, right? But what we know of fascism is that it is the marrying of the state and business, the state and the apparatus of society together. And that's what's being fought here. This is a fight. Uh, it is uh, it is a proxy war, if you will. Russia is looking at this as a way to establish dominance and put themselves right next to Western Europe, right? But also to assert their nationalistic version of fascism as a buttress against the World Economic Forum and all of these other things. And like we said yesterday, the ironic part of this is that China is the model of which Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and the people behind the Great Reset want to use. But they don't want to use it the same way that China, who supports Russia, Iran, who supports Russia, want to use it. They want to use it to gather the rest of the world not in a one-world government sort of way, but in a one-world economic sort of way. Not in a, I'm going to trade with you for free and you're going to trade with me for free, but in a, in a way in which global fascism is at work. So that the national government of America has no economic control anymore. So that there's the World Economic Forum or whatever version of that that exists that now, you know, we've heard rumors here in the United States about talking about signing up for um, the the global minimum tax. Those are all things of that international fascist wing. And so at the high level, I am not talking about boots on the ground because I think honestly both sides are being deceived with the boots on the ground here. You're being sold this idea. And we also have Zelensky, who's now up for the Reagan Freedom Award. Now, has he fought for freedom within Ukraine? It sounds like it, right? I think he is a reformer within Ukraine that I think he tries to fight the good fight. But the reality on the ground is that they are much closer to international fascism than they are to nationalistic fascism. They have an oligarchical society much like Russia, but they don't believe in the Alexander Dugan model. They don't believe in some of these things. And I will say this, go back to the first hour of Glenn Beck's program last Friday. We can't do it that good of a justice. So for me, you are right in your statement. You are absolutely right. And we talked about that yesterday a little bit. But if you want to dig deeper, read Dugan. Read The Great Reset from the uh, World Economic Forum, and then look at Ukraine and ask yourself, what is happening at the high level here? Why did he choose now? Why is Western Europe not putting Putin down? The lie that's being sold to us in this front, Pat, is that this is about um, oil and natural gas and and the production of oil for Russia, right? They're going to squeeze Western Europe. 
That's not what is at play for Putin. It is a byproduct of what's at play for Putin, but what's at play for Putin is the is a nationalistic version of fascism in which Russia is the great world power. Why? Because they have everybody by the cojones, if you will. And they've done it through nationalistic fascism. They care about Russia. They don't care about the international community. It's why he's laughing to the bank right now at a hundred and whatever dollars a barrel oil that we're seeing, $130, $140 a barrel, right? It's why he's laughing at us cutting oil production, us stopping the Keystone XL pipeline. It's why he's laughing at all of those things. Because he realizes that Russia's the beneficiary of this. Now, I've got a truth or fiction for you. Um, truth or fiction. Saudi Arabia is bending us over a barrel. And that is why we released the so-called 20th 9-11 hijacker. <sighs> I mean... I'm at least going to say truth to that they are bending us over a barrel with the way gas prices and stuff are right now. Um, and us having to turn to, because Saudi Arabia, correct me if I'm wrong, is also part of OPEC. Um, well, yeah, they're the largest producer in OPEC. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, uh, they're at least doing that. Um, it, it, it directly benefits Saudi Arabia for them to do that. Um, considering the, the, the rise in gas prices, uh, the rise in oil prices. Yeah, that, that's, that's a hundred percent truth. Is that why we released the, um, that, that particular individual, um, that I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason or not. Um, that that to me could go down the road of conspiracy theorists, but I mean, is it certainly possibly true? Absolutely. Is okay. it possibly fiction? Absolutely. Okay, that's fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um, because um, this is the statement you have to you have to listen to this, Pat. On June 9th, twenty twenty one, the periodic review board process determined that law of war detention of Mohammed Mani Ahmad Al Khotani was no longer necessary to protect against a continuing significant threat to the national security of the United States. Therefore, the PRB, because this is, of course, the United States Army, they love their acronyms. Therefore, the PRB recommended that Al-Qahtani be repatriated to his native country of Saudi Arabia, subject to security and humane treatment assurances. U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd James Austin notified Congress of his intent to repatriate Al-Qahtani to Saudi Arabia in February. Quote, the United States appreciates the willingness of Saudi Arabia and other partners to support ongoing U.S. efforts toward a, toward a deliberate and thorough process focused on responsibly reducing the detainee population and ultimately closing of the Guantanamo Bay facility. If I could talk today. Could you get any more word salad out of that? 
So many words. So that many said words. So little. Mm-hmm. I I just mm-hmm. what what the what? Now my problem with this is the timing of all of this. Now it's true oh, it that maybe bad. we had a 2021 situation, right? Right. You mean to tell me it took six more months to figure out how to get him to Saudi Arabia? If he, if you if you thought that this was the assurances, right? And and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It took six months to get those assurances. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, then you shouldn't have let him go. Yeah. Or alternatively, um, you get to save face saying that that was the determination, right? And um, we get a steady supply of Saudi Arabian oil in return. <clears throat> Because um, we saw this coming a long time ago. Or at least should have seen this coming a long time ago. Yep. yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And um, what would be one quick way to buttress um, the rising oil prices? Getting a stable price of your oil for a length of time from Saudi Arabia. Right. Or in exchange for their influence over that uh, stabilized price at OPEC. Right. All right. And, and I would also say they didn't see, they should have seen this coming, but they didn't see this coming. No, that's very fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we get into the second half of the program, folks, um, we also have to thank every one of you who has subscribed to our Rumble page, every one of you who continues to listen to the podcast, and more importantly, those who subscribe to the Critical Thinking uh, community over at criticalthinking.locals.com. We ask you to subscribe there. For your subscription, uh, this week we are debuting The Afterthought. It's about a 15-minute segment um, regarding a topic in the world of facts, faith, freedom, free markets, probably sports as well will be thrown in there because I think less and less of you care about sports and more and more of you want to hear our ramblings and musings on the world and and uh, this concept of getting used to different. Uh, speaking of getting used to different, though, Pat, um, We also say thank you to all of you who have supported those of us who made the decision um, to go independent, uh, and that includes the rents of Izzo. So do not forget every single Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time to check out the rents of Izzo. All right. I'm Dominic Izzo. And I'm Common Sense Ashley. And we'd love you to join us every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for the rents of Izzo. We will be talking about everything from politics to porn. Can you handle it? And your sister's ass. Uh, and what happens if they don't listen to us, Ashley? You're dead to us. That's, not bad. That's it. It's plain and simple. It. There's You're no, dead to us. No other point for this promo whatsoever. Make sure you join us. You can watch us live. You can comment, call in. Rantsofizzo.com. Rantsofizzo here Monday through Friday. It's 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Every day. Monday through Friday. Don't miss it. That's it. We're done. That's it. Promo cut. Love ya. All right, cool. See ya. I hit that button. Oh, Um, Izzo and Common Sense Ashley. You can check them out on YouTube. You can check them out on your podcasting platform of choice. But um, yeah, you can watch that show live every Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. And of course, at 9 p.m., you get Defenders Live on their Rumble page. 
Um, you can check that out and uh, you'll get an hour. But if you become a defender, um, you can go to, I think it's D-O-A-E show, right? Dot com. Um, yes. And, and uh, you can subscribe and you get a second hour of Defenders Live uh, for your subscription. For us, um, we are doing something uh, like that as well with the afterthought. Uh, 15 minutes of us rambling and musing about something that we didn't get into the show or sports related or whatever have you today coming up on the afterthought the so for me pat this is this is the tournament i the ncaa tournament to me meh really and here's why is there a better deeper more competitive conference in all of college basketball than the Big Ten this year. I mean, I, th- I think the only one that generally comes close right now is uh, probably the ACC. I, um, and I wouldn't even say that this year. I would say that the... Uh, you're right. I would say either the Pac-12 or the Big 12. In fact, I would say the Big 12 is much deeper or a- almost as deep. I would say it's it's Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, ACC. And maybe the SEC in there too, because you, you know, do have Auburn, you do have Kentucky, you do have Tennessee. You've got some pretty decent programs in the mix there. But for me, the tournament, the Big Ten tournament, is where it's at this year. I, I think it is the best tournament because, as we're going to talk about, for me, any team, any of the fourteen teams could win this whole thing. Any of them. They could, um, but we'll get into that be, during the afterthought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, so, we, but that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to preview the Big Ten tournament. We're going to give our predictions and uh, go from there. Uh, again, go to criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. Again, this is free for this week only. After that, you must be a subscriber. Five dollars a month, you will get the afterthought. We're going to give you some other content, um, and then um, we might also drop. Um, the Rumble um, link early for you as well. Um, We're exploring that possibility. But anyway, um, let's get back into Truth or Fiction Tuesday here, Pat. Um, Truth or Fiction, the authoritarians don't even know that they're authoritarian. And there's a video while you ponder that. We've come to a moment that, quite frankly, we've seen coming over the past years and we've talked about it in 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 the news not just about ukraine but about democracies around the world that we see a bit of a slippage in our democracies countries turning towards slightly more authoritarian leaders countries allowing increasing misinformation and disinformation to be shared on social media turning people against the values and the principles of democracies that are so strong. And that slippage over the years, unfortunately emboldened Putin and made him think that he could get away with this, that he could get away with it in Ukraine. Does he hear himself? <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> you mean the guy who um, violently, brutally put down a protest, right? 
whether you agreed with how the protest happened, it was a protest. Um, and then um, seized the bank money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't think he hears himself, though. I really don't. Right. And so is this truth or fiction, Pat? Authoritarians don't know that they're authoritarians. In, in this particular case, it's true. I mean, I saw that and I was like, wait, what? Like, I had so many emotions in the moment. I was like, number one, like like you, does he hear himself talk? Number two, Canada is part of the problem then. And then number three, here's the other truth or fiction. Has democracy slipped in the world? Truth or fiction, democracy has slipped in the world. Um, that would also be truth. If you, I mean, look at, look at just what happened in Canada. I mean, like the, it, it, how much more proof do you need that democracy has slipped in the world than Canada? Yeah. And in fact, um, since the beginning of, or since post civil war America, we have never had fewer democracies in the world than we do today. Like actual democracies than we do today. That's all the proof you need. We have fewer and fewer and fewer. In fact, Pat, how many how many democracies do you think exist in the world today? By just throw a number out there. I'm gonna go with like twenty. You're off. I, I figured I would be. It's like thirty-seven, I think. Okay, so I wasn't that far off. Right. Now, how many countries exist in the world? Like over. It's well over 200, isn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. There's 190, I think, or 180 in FIFA, which is the international body for soccer. Right. Even then, 37 of 180 or 190? No, boy, no. No, boy, no. And that's down every year for the past five years. So, yeah, democracy is slipping across the world. And it's slipping because of people like Trudeau. It is slipping because of people like um, the um, premier or whatever the hell they call it in New Zealand or what's going on in Australia, right? Sure, you could call yourself a democracy, but the reality is that you are an authoritarian state. You can be authoritarian under the guise of democracy. Right. Hitler was an authoritarian under the guise of democracy for a number of right. A number of years. That doesn't mean that it's still that it's good. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Pat. So do you have another truth or fiction for me? Or do you want to play the B or not the B? Mm, let's do the B or not the B, and I'll give you my next truth or fiction. All right, then let's do it. All right, today's headline in the B or not the B is media says spike in myocarditis may be linked to Ukraine crisis. Media says spike in myocarditis may be linked to Ukraine crisis. Now, of course, we uh, you know have that uh, previous update of, of Dave from American Pride Roasters, um, the official coffee of 
critical thinkers everywhere. Um, so again, continue to go to that Fundly. Check it out on my Twitter page. It's pinned to the top of my profile. You can't miss it. Um, and let's see where we're at here as we are recording, if it has increased at all. In fact, it has increased by over $100 in less than 35 minutes. I'm impressed. Very impressed. Now, Pat, do you need the headline one more time? Yes, actually, I do. Media says spike in myocarditis may be linked to Ukraine crisis. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question for $100 of Izzo's Ponzi scheme money. And apparently porn money. Um, I, I just, just don't want to know. Don't put that image in my head, Pat. <laughs> um, this is a tough one. I, I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with the Babylon B on this one, but I could see this one being not the B. Your instincts are correct, my friend. This yes. is the Babylon B. Thousands of people across the U.S. have been diagnosed with some form of myocarditis, a potentially deadly but "quote unquote" rare inflammation of the heart muscle. Media reports say the dramatic spike in cases may be linked to the Ukraine crisis. Correlation does not equal causation, said CNN anchor Anderson Cooper, but this time it may. The nation is currently reeling from an uptick in myocarditis cases as Russia invades Ukraine. Honestly, we really can't think of anything else in the world that could possibly be causing this. According to sources, Cooper had invited Dr. Fauci on the program, but couldn't get a hold of him because he's also been diagnosed with myocarditis. Rachel Maddow. Yes, Pat? So that's where the science went. <laughs> Rachel Maddow, a.k.a. Stephen Aries' uh, brother. <clears throat> Rachel Maddow of MSNBC <laughs> also noted the striking correlation. As Ukrainians fight for their homeland, are they also suffering from myocarditis? She said on her program, it's certainly the case with Americans. Are we, as a nation, so sympathetic for Ukraine's cause that our hearts are literally breaking? This random nuclear scientist says yes. <laughs> Though an enlarged heart from myocarditis is not technically the same as a broken or ruptured heart, it remains the consensus of media reporting that Russia is directly responsible for the failing health of vaccinated Americans. Though medical professionals have thus far diagnosed them as, as excuse me, though medical professionals have thus far disagreed with the notion. CNN's Don Lemon agreed that myocarditis was certainly related to Ukraine, but did propose another possibility. Quote, there's also an alarming correlation between myocarditis and high gas prices that we simply cannot overlook. Could our hearts be enlarged by climate change? Anonymous sources say absolutely. Oh, man. That, that might be top 10. Yeah. For the year. Yep. Yep, that I I would I would definitely agree with that. That was a also, well written piece of satire. It it really was. Also, I I like the drop of uh, Stephen Aries' brother in there. That uh -huh. that that was hilarious. I added that. That 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 was not actually. I, I, oh, I know, I know. I I, I know you <laughs> added. It. I mean, I, the the moment that our names get dropped in the Babylon B, we're we're doing something either really right or really or wrong. Really wrong. Yeah, uh -huh. I, I, I won't. I don't know if I'll ever be able to decide which, but you're right. In that case, are you ready for my next truth or fiction? Yeah, I am. Okay. Truth or fiction? 
With the rise in gas prices, President Biden will be forced to reopen the Keystone Pipeline. Fiction. Okay, why? Oh, you you want a reason. Okay. Um, I do, yeah. Because at this point in time, what difference does it make to quote another uh, aging Democrat who might be running for president in 2024? Can the world handle Hillary versus Trump again, by the way, Pat? No. It, it, I don't even want to think about it. I, I just, I, I, at that point, I would consider moving to Antarctica, building my own hut, and just eating fish for the rest of my life. And I hate fish. <laughs> wow. That, okay. Well, um, yeah, to answer your question, this has got to be fiction because. Here's the truth of the matter. Opening up the Keystone XL pipeline, drilling in Anwar or, or, or opening up other drilling um, leases in the United States takes time. Time we don't have. This should have been done a year ago for us to have been able to produce the amount of oil we need to. So the reality of the situation that is in front of us is that we have to turn to OPEC. We have to turn to all these other people. And then we had listened to the far left activists get on their high horse about, well, if we just did renewable energy, morons, we don't have the capability to produce enough renewable energy to run our economy. We don't. If we, we would actually, and by the way, Pat, did you know that mm -hmm. in Europe, they are producing less renewable energy today than they were five years ago. I'm not surprised. But but here's here's my question though. Then how do you, how do you lower the uh, cost of rising gas prices and um help 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 Americans with their uh, energy cost? That's the reality. There's nothing that you can do. The time to have done something was a year ago, was two years ago. The time to have done something was leave the Keystone XL pipeline alone. The time to have done something would have been to talk about an all-encompassing energy policy, one that would get us to a goal of a fully renewable energy plan, right? But one that realizes that that plan cannot happen now, if we were to flip and say no more oil ever, we don't have a way to produce enough energy to produce the renewable sources. So what you're saying is we are screwed at four and five dollars a gallon. I'm not saying we're screwed there because the reality of the situation is that until we, you know, this whatever happens in Ukraine, until that releases, right? And until... Um, the world market stabilizes. This is the reality that we live in. And it's unfortunate because we are paying the price literally for uh, Joe Biden's foreign policy gaffes. That's the reality that we live in. And the, the ugly side of that reality is that we have to go to people that we would rather not be in business with, right? Do you want to be in business with the Saudi government? I would suggest no. Do you want to be I in business with not. Iran? No. 
now we're now we're sending people to Venezuela. Ew. And and well, by the way, we are still buying oil from Russia. We're funding both sides of this war. It's so stupid, but it's yeah. totally and one hundred percent predictable. Considering what truth do we tell on this show about Joe Biden and foreign policy? Do the opposite. The good thing, the right foreign policy is listen to Joe Biden speak and do the exact opposite. All right, I have one more quick one here for you that, that kind of goes along with these these lines. Truth or fiction, uh, we will never see below $2 a gallon ever again. Truth, I mean, because that's inflation and, and everything else. People are used to paying $3. People are used to those types of prices. And the reality of the market is that unless oil itself is a useless um, situation where like the production of half a million barrels of oil, right, a day, uh, unless that goes to like $10 a barrel, we're never going to see that. We're just not. Um, I, I just don't see that ever happening. So I have one quick one for you as well here, Pat, because okay. um, truth or fiction, nobody could have seen the COVID-19 vaccine not working. Truth or fiction? I'm going to go with truth, and I'll tell you why. While we speculated, because you and I speculated early on, along with many others in the world that said, hey, we're, we're not sure that this vaccine is going to work. We we had and we had strong evidence to support that. Could we have known for a hundred percent sure? That's what I question. Okay, but that wasn't the question I asked. Did, I just said, no could, could we have known, have known that could these we were known? not going to work? Oh, could we? Okay, so if I'm going to look at it from that perspective, then yeah, then that's that's that's. Um, that's fiction because well, that, that would be truth or yeah, no, you're right. That would be truth. That would be truth in the fact that yes, we could have known because we could have done, we actually could have done rolled this out right and actually tested it right rather than trying to mandate and force everyone to take the jab. You're, you're right in that, mm. that perspective. Well, your first perspective uh, agrees with Rochelle Wolinsky, the head of the CDC. <clears throat> quote talking about the vaccination so many of us wanted to be hopeful so many of us wanted to say okay this is our ticket out right now we're done so i think that we had perhaps too little caution and too much optimism for some good things that came our way i really do i think all of us wanted this to be done nobody said waning you know oh this vaccine's not going or this vaccine's going to work nobody said oh maybe it'll wear off Nobody said, what if it's not as potent against the next variant? You gotta be freaking kidding me. Hi, yeah, let me introduce you to myself, Alex Berenson, to um, Steve Dace, to Todd Erzin, to Phil Kirpin, to all um, sorts of people around the world who knew that this was going to be the case. Um, let me introduce you to the head of Pfizer. 
Um, Moderna. You, you also forgot somebody. Who? And, and all me. Oh, you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We all said this. <laughs> we all were curious as to how potent these were going to be. Did we know for a fact? No, because nobody no. could have. But what we did know is that the trials that were done were not done for long enough periods of time to know the efficacy of the long term. And what we did know is that it did start to wane after a certain period of time. And as we were getting these vaccines out the door, people were studying natural immunity versus, right? And what it turned out literally is that it was as good if not better, depending on your own immune system, to have naturally gained immunity than to have falsely gained immunity through the quote-unquote vaccination. This is gaslighting on its highest order. Gaslighting. And with that being said, Pat, uh, do not forget, everybody, to tune into the aftermath after this, where we talk the Big Ten basketball tournament, the only tournament this postseason that really matters, according to me. Um, I'll explain more on that in a little bit, but uh, go to criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. Subscribe for $5 a month. You'll get full access to the aftermath, and of course, uh, the link to the show will be there, and every bit of goodness. Until tomorrow, until AWTF Wednesday, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no, and let's go, Brandon. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, Matthew 547. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.